headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Campbell, author of Breaking Free from Broke. It's good to be with you today, George. It's been a while, Jade. It's going to be a right. fun show. We're taking your calls. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225, and we are here to give you the hookup. We'll chop it up with you. Let's go straight to the phone lines where we've got Terrell in Berkeley, California. What's going on, Terrell? Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Did I get your I'm name Terrell. right? Yes, Terrell is the name. Let's go. How can we help? Um, I'm just calling for a little bit of advice on buying a car. Um, right now, I've uh, been saving some money to buy a car. And um, I just want to make the best decision of either buying a used car or one that is uh, pre-owned. And um, I'm actually in the motion of trying to own a house. And I've been buying used cars for approximately a couple of years now to save money. And so I won't have a big overhead on cars or paying a car note. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to see exactly what's the right decision to make. So you've been you've been in the process. You've been you've currently bought used cars. Have you been purchasing them in cash? Yes, cash. Good. That's very, very good. So are you considering... Yes it sounds like you're considering two things, either continuing to do that or possibly buying a brand new car or taking on a car on taking on a car note. Yes. Yes. Well, so what's driving you to upgrading car? No pun intended. Um, actually my car just broke down after four years and I'm just uh, tired of the fact of, uh, you know, having to spend money on mechanical issues with buying a used car. Mm-hmm. And I just want to buy something that's uh, more prolonged, Uh, buying a vehicle that I know that I can trust for a couple of years so that I don't have to worry about any car issues. Yeah. In the past, how much have you spent on a used vehicle? Like what's your vehicle worth now or when you bought it? Uh, My vehicle that I uh, bought was $2,200. Okay. And it lasted me four years. Wow. Just a couple of mechanical uh, problems. That's some pretty good ROI. Listen, that's not bad at all. Um, How much money do you have right now in cash? Um, in cash, um, actually, I saved up around eighty thousand. Wow! That I yes. Do you and, have uh, any my debt? Credit score? No, no debt. Wow! Um, always, uh, I always watch you guys show about learning not to uh, get in debt. Uh, I have no debt at all. What do you earn um, a year? I, my cre- um, I earn approximately uh, this year. I made ninety four thousand. That's doing cool. what? What's your job? Um, I actually do sewer maintenance. Okay. Listen, Terrell, yeah. I'm proud of you. You've been buying cash cars. You've been staying out of debt. You've managed to save $80,000. Here's the thing. When we tell people to buy cars in cash, it is a way of life, right? You, you draw that line in the sand. You're, you say, I'm not borrowing money anymore. However, the idea of driving a hoopty for life is not really it, is it, George? Like, mm-hmm. we want you to slowly but surely upgrade your car with cash. I don't want you driving a $2,200 car when you're making $94,000 a year and you have no debt. Like, it's time to move and own time up. To <laughs> All right, yeah, now, it's time now, to upgrade. That doesn't mean go to the nearest dealership and find the shiniest, newest car on the lot. That's right. So, so what? what's your net worth yeah. right now? Um, my net worth in all and all total, um, I will say that it's around the 80000 mark or plus. Okay. okay. I'd rather us focus yeah. on that as the scoreboard instead of your credit score. Because mm-hmm. you're about to, yeah. I'm sure you said you had a great credit score, right? Yes. And you know what? The dealership, the salesperson is like, mm, I'm about to get Terrell with this car payment. I know, right? Can't wait. 
I'm going to tell him how great exactly. of a job he did with his debt management score. So I'm going to ignore the credit score, and we're going to look at your income and also tell you that the time to buy a new car, brand new, is when you're a net worth millionaire. Exactly. Because you buy exactly. a $40,000 car, bro, that's half of your net worth right now. Mm. Like That hurts my brain. Yes. So there's yes, a time I've and a place a to do it. Approximately, uh, excuse me, I've seen a car approximately for about 15000 and I was going to put half of the payment down and try to slowly uh, either make payments but on you that. But you have $15,000 cash money that you can go into that yes. dealership, you can buy fifteen dollars or $20,000 car, walk out, own it free and clear, and not owe anybody anything. Because here's, I don't think you realize how well you're set up, Terrell. Um, George just outlined it. You're in a situation that you don't need anything from anybody. And credit scores are for people who think they need something from somebody. Like credit cards are designed for people who think, I can't do this myself. I've got to borrow the money. You've already completely just bashed through that. You cut out the middleman. You already cut that out. Exactly. And so at this point, the only thing that you have to do is continue to live the life you're living. And when you start thinking about the the time to buy real estate, start putting aside the same money, the same way you started saving that 80,000 is the same thing you're gonna do when it's time to buy a house. And that's really, gotcha. Terrell, you've, you've already knocked out one of the two kingpins of the no credit lifestyle. The car, because so, so many people think you can't buy a car in cash and continue to buy cars in cash. You've already crushed that. Like, you got it. And the next thing is the house. And so for you, that's after you get through this car thing, the house is your next big goal. And you'll save that down yeah. payment and you'll be able to buy that with a zero credit score as well. So in your situation, it's better to have a zero credit score, no credit score, right? Which means you're not messing yeah. around with debt at all than to try to play this game. And maybe if I take out a little bit on my car and pay that for a while, or maybe if I pick up this little credit card here, it's a game that you have already decided I'm not playing. Like you've already changed the game in your life. So don't go back and try to play a loser's game because you're already a winner. Fair enough? Okay. Yes, that's fair What kind of car are you looking at? Um, I was looking at a Honda Accord. Yes. Okay. This guy. This guy. Like low maintenance Honda Accord or Toyota Camry. Listen, come on with the, come on with the camera. There we go. These are these are the reliable cars we're talking about. I that know, thing right? will outlive me. And so I'm going to yeah. go with one of those. You can find them for 15 or 20 grand. You're going to walk in there. You don't have to walk in with a briefcase of cash. Mm-hmm. You just say, "Hey, I'm looking for the out the door price." That's what you ask for. Yeah. And then you're going to get a pre-purchase inspection to make sure there's no mechanical issues. And what happened right there is someone else paid the depreciation on that vehicle for you when you buy a used car. Mm-hmm. Someone else okay. took the hit because they paid $38,000 MSRP and Terrell got it for 15000 Come on. That's a deal because yeah. new cars depreciate much faster than used cars. They go down in value, Terrell. Get this, 60% in the first five years. Okay. And so by buying used, you're being a really smart consumer. Mm-hmm. And one day you'll be driving a brand new car when you got a million dollar net worth. And if you want an Accord, you just walk on the lot and you choose that Accord. If you want something okay. fancier, you've earned the right to do it. And so this is going to help you build wealth by making these decisions now. Terrell, how old are you? Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I'm 33. Come on. Woo! 33 years old. Killing it. Killing I'm it. Proud yeah. of you. Very, yes. very good. And it's, it's so it's so hard living in the Bay Area due to the fact that, you know, the cost of living is so high. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of high interest rates of buying vehicles and buying homes. So that's why I've just been really just 
trying to save as much money as possible because my first goal was to buy a home. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I've been buying used vehicles to try to keep saving up Listen, to buy a home. Listen, you're wisdom. doing everything right. You're doing everything right. Keep doing that. Stay out of debt. Practice a life staying out of debt. You know, this you're doing the right thing. You've you've saved up the money to buy a much nicer car in cash, and that's what ultimately we want for you. You're not driving a hoopty for life. Yes. You're upgrading, and with your income, you can definitely easily afford to pay fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for a used car. And he's not trying to impress anyone. He's impre- impressing future Terrell. I like that. This is the Ramsey Show. With more frequency than you know, I get calls and emails from people dealing with the recent loss of a spouse or a parent. You can hear the struggle and the heartache they've been experiencing. And at a time they should be grieving, what breaks my heart the most is the strain and tension they're going through because of money, especially when it's a situation that could have been avoided. If you have a family, it is your responsibility to have term life insurance. It is one of the things you do to show you care. And yes, this is an ad for Xander Insurance. But since this is one of the most effective ways I have to get my point across, so be it. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Listen, you need to check out Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. I can't say it enough. Protect your family. It's what you're supposed to do. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. Next to me is George Camel, host of the YouTube show, The George Camel Show. Also, author of the book, Break Free, Breaking Free from Broke, Woo! which is out now in the wild, George. It's been so fun to see it arrive at people's homes, and the reviews have been just wonderful. People are changing their lives, Jade. Yes, From 17 they are. to 51, cutting up credit cards, ditching the credit score. I love Very it. Very encouraging. You love, love to it. see it. Love it. So if you haven't gotten a copy, be sure to get your copy. I've got mine. Uh, let's take a call. Let's go to Molly, who's in Boston, Massachusetts. What's going on, Molly? Hi. Thanks for having me. Um, so... My husband passed away four years ago. Um, Sorry about that. And thank you. Um, so I have benefits um, from his death. Um, so I live very comfortably on the income that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'm getting um, a couple one-time payments okay. um, that I don't quite know what to do with. It's a substantial amount of money. And I don't know, like, I lost a lot of money in the crash in 2008 uh-huh. um, through my 401k and stuff. So I'm a little leery to do that. Well, you only lost um, it if you pulled it out. Did you pull it out? I did. Okay. Okay. We'll consider that as it, we move forward, but keep talking. Okay. Okay. So, um, like I said, I live comfortably on what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, when I take vacations, I prepay my credit card. Um, with my guesstimated, you know, what it's going to cost okay. um, so that I don't actually incur debt. But it, I feel it's safer than using my debit card and you can't rent a car with, you know, a debit card. So Okay, we'll talk about um, that too. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have these two lump sums coming in and I don't really know what to do with them. And um, my bank offers a 5.5% um, interest on CDs. Mm-hmm. So I've considered like every two weeks putting in a substantial amount of money um, so that how if, much, I don't, if I need it. How much are these okay, single payments going to be? And how many of them do you think you'll get? 
Um, the total for the two are five hundred fifty-five thousand. Okay, five hundred fifty-five thousand. Wow, for two, and you're getting it two times. Okay. Um, no, it's the total one. That'll be one time. That's the total of the two. Okay. Oh, got it. Okay, so they're they'll give you two hundred twenty-five for one and two hundred twenty-five for the other, or whatever, or right. whatever it is, two seventy-five. Okay. So let me ask you a few questions now just to put it all together. So do you have any other debt? Like, do you have any debt on the books? Do you have a mortgage? Can you tell me a little bit more about your financial situation as far as income and debt? Okay. So I, I did purchase a house, um, last May Mm -hmm. and I purchased it for 429. Mm -hmm. I put 115,000 down on it. Okay. So my mortgage payment now is, um, 2,500 a month. Okay. No other debt. No other debt. Uh, cars paid for. I'm driving a 16 year old truck. <laughs> okay. Now, other <laughs> than well this, other than this 555 that's coming, um, do you have any other money saved? Um, I do not. Um, just because I just bought the house and had to furnish it and everything. Um, but my monthly income is. Um, Seventy two hundred. Okay, so you bring about 7,200 7, home every month. And what about children? Um, out of the house. Okay. Okay, so George, jump in at any time. So I'm looking at this situation, and I'm filtering it through our teaching here at Ramsey. I don't know how um, familiar you are with it, but we, we view everything through seven baby steps. And these baby steps are what we feel are the fastest path to wealth with the most amount of peace, least amount of stress. All right. So that's everything I'm talking to you is going to be through that. So with you, it's great because I just recalculated because I I actually bring in 7,400 a month. Oh, excellent. Love it. Love the increase. Okay. So with you, because you don't have any debt, that's excellent. It's kind of jumping us to the third baby step, which is making sure you have three to six months saved. So if it were me and I woke up in your shoes, that would be my first thing that I'm going to gun for. I'd think, okay, what do I need? What are what would constitute six months of expenses for me? And I would work at mm-hmm. getting those saved. When are you getting that first payment? Um, within a couple months. Okay, so between now and then, I'm going to use my income and I'm going to start to build up that that three to six months of savings. So that's thing one that I'm focused on is how can I get six months of savings? Thing number two that I'm going to focus on in your case, just because I think everybody needs a budget, is I'm going to start a budget. The budget we recommend here is every dollar, and you're going to want that going forward now that you've got this house, you've just got this new life in front of you with new expenses and new money and a new relational situation. It's just a whole new life for you, and having a budget Mm -hmm. is going to give you a lot of peace month to month of how you're spending your money. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's thing one and thing two. Now I'm looking at this money and George is going to talk to you more about the investing side of things because I think that's worth noting. But as we've talked about saving and budgeting, I want to go back to what you said earlier about your credit card and it being safe versus a debit card. If I were you, I would think really um, seriously um, about cutting up my credit cards and deciding that I'm going to live a debt-free lifestyle because for you, it's easier than ever. And you don't need the credit card. You don't need it. You got money in the bank. And so as far as you're worried more about safety, it sounds like. Yeah, I've had my um, debit card um, compromised several times, and I found that it's easier um, if that happens when you're traveling um, to have your credit cards because it's not your real money. It's their money. 
and I found that it gets resolved a lot quicker and, you know, so that just makes me nervous because if I'm, let's I'm traveling and I'm using my debit card and it get com- gets compromised, then I'm stuck. I've never, I can vouch for this. I visited, I've traveled to over 92 countries. I've never had a problem with them restoring the money to a debit card account. George, you just talked about this. The protections are exactly the same as long as you call oh. and say. If, you're, if your debit card has a Visa or MasterCard logo, you're covered under their zero liability policy. And there's even a, a federal law. The Electronic Fund Transfer Act protects debit cards in cases of fraud as long as you report it within 60 days. Mm-hmm. And so on top of that, renting a car, every single major rental car company has their own debit card policy. Mm-hmm. And so there may be a slightly bigger hold on your checking account, which you have the buffer for, yeah. but you'll have no problem doing that. Yeah, those so companies I just definitely you, make it a little harder, but you can still do it. I it, mean, it I, will reduce reduce your risk um, as well as give you more peace when mm-hmm. you just use your own money now. And I talk about this in the, my new book, Molly. So I'm going to send you a copy because I cover how to rent a car without a credit score, why you should ditch the credit card, and even the CDs and why I'm not a big fan of the certificates of deposit you mentioned. What's going to happen there is it's going to lock that money up. And mm-hmm. if you withdraw it before it matures, the maturity date, you're going to have to pay a penalty of losing some of the interest. And so you can actually, that meant that rate you mentioned is what I'm getting right now in my high yield savings account, which is completely liquid. There's no penalties if I take the money out. So I would encourage you just as you pause and decide what's next to put the money in a high yield savings account. That's what I would okay. do. And that's what I do as well. So I think that that kind of gives you some just lifestyle changes to consider, cutting up the credit cards, living a, a cash lifestyle. Um, that's good to consider. And then finally, if I'm you, um, as this money is rolling in, the way we teach the baby steps, let me just roll through them real quick so you get the context. Number one is for people who are first starting out, they just get $1,000 saved. Number two is for people who have consumer debt. They pay off all of their debt except the house. Number three is where you're technically at, which is saving three to six months of expenses. Then from there on, people do four, five, and six simultaneously. So because I know you're going to have six months saved up quickly, let's talk about those real quick. Baby step four is you're investing 15% of your income every single month. So I want to make sure that we start that habit for you. And then if you have kids that are going to college, baby step five, you can do this at the same time. You can start setting some money aside for college if it makes sense. And then finally, baby step six, you can start putting extra money towards your house. So putting that in context for you, if I'm you, I'm going to start putting that 15% aside like on auto pay coming out of my check every month. And I'm going to start looking at when this $555,000 comes, how I can start paying my home off. Woo! And that's, that's an emotional decision, but it is a wonderful one to make. And you'll still have over 200 grand left over to max out retirement, to give more, to enjoy life and spend more, and to upgrade that 16-year-old truck, Molly. It's time. It is time. So hang on the line. We're going to send you a copy of Breaking Free from Broke. It'll walk you through all of the stuff we talked about and hopefully help you a new paradigm around it. I love but, it. Man, what a blessing to have life insurance. Not fun, but man, it changes things. Absolutely. This is The Ramsey Show. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel. And I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the show week after week. Thank you for hanging out with us on YouTube or whatever podcast service you use. Thank you for sharing the show with the folks around you. And we want you to continue doing that. Wherever you consume the show, we would love if you took a moment to like the show or subscribe to the show. It means a lot to us when you do that. Even when you just send a link through a text to a friend of one of your favorite episodes, 
episodes. That means a lot, not only for us, but also to the person that you're sharing it with. There's so much great information on the show. So when you share it, it not only helps that person, but it helps us. More and more people see the show and the algorithm, and it is just a wonderful chain of events that takes place. So if you've been doing it, keep doing it. If you've never done it before, just take a second. It's free. It takes two seconds of your time, and the result of it is massive. It's a great return on investment, George, mm. as the the financial R-O-I. folks would say. That's right. Uh, so thank you so much for doing that. It means a lot to us. And let's head over to the phone lines where we got Molly in New Orleans, Louisiana. What's going on, Molly? Hi, everyone. How are y'all? We're doing good. How are you? I've been better. We're in a bit of a sticky situation, and I'm calling to kind of get y'all's advice on how we should address uh, a pretty big financial situation. Our dishwasher busted, mm. flooded us, and we are down to slab the slab and the stud. Yikes. And yeah, it's not ideal. I'm six months pregnant and I have two small children. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, so no. Not, not exactly a convenient time. Right. Um, it's a big problem we've run into is insurance is denying our claim. So it's looking like we're going to have to pay for this entire renovation out of pocket. Oh, so this isn't just a dishwasher. Yeah, you have to replace is... flooring? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. I, it floors, it ruins cabinets. Um, a little bit, yeah. We're going to have to replace some drywall, some insulation. What's the I price mean, tag? Was, so I'm waiting for my full estimate because I went and I picked um, like materials today to go pick out flooring and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but on cabinets and then the demolition alone is 17000 and that's not having, you know, that's not anything to do with floors, my countertops, etc. Mm. Um, where we are fortunate is that, um, we do have money saved from, uh, saved and invested that my husband inherited after his mother had passed away. Um, but we're looking, I guess, for the best way to use that money in order to pay for it, because we really don't want to have to take out a personal loan or go into any sort of debt to fund. Well, that's off the table. So let's, let's, let's look at this as though debt is doesn't even exist in in the world and i like to look okay. at situations that way because it, it it then takes it off the table and it frees my mind to be very creative in my approach so from this moment on there's no such thing as debt we don't even it doesn't even exist in the world so let's talk about it like that um you okay. mentioned that there's some money that you have but you also mentioned that it was invested can you tell me more about that i can tell you i guess generally my husband tends to be the one to run the investment side of things. Um, but from him, we do have, um, he said there's 59,000 in a high yield savings account. Good. It's 53,000 invested in stocks and bonds to specific ones. I can't speak to personally at this time. I, I just don't look, look know. the 59,000 is where I'm at right now. Um, that high you, yield savings account just covered this renovation. Didn't listen, it? Listen, I know it did. Well, there's another eleven thousand. He said in a, uh, he said it's called a money market account. It's still like Sweet. a cash. Yeah. Savings. Okay. So, so listen, the good news is you guys have the cash to cash flow this, and yeah. that's really comforting and good. Good for you guys for making sure that that safety net is in place. Do you, I'm just curious. Do you have any other debt that we should know about that plays a, a role um, in this? Um, not really. I mean, we have um a mortgage. Um, Fine. 
And then we only have, we were completely debt-free until about the last year. We have about 5,000 in credit cards, and that was three out of four family members wound up in the hospital at some point. So very sudden, random, unforeseen circumstances that happened. Aside from that, both cars are paid off. Good. Um, okay. No other debt. So, uh, so 5,000 clears all of your consumer debt. Yes. Let's do Love that it. today. Love it. We're clearing that debt out today. I love that you still have extra money left to get this kitchen fixed and to repair these damages. I don't think you're going off the wall. I don't know that you have to spend, you know, every dime that you have. But what I do want you to get from this um, and what I'm my takeaway from this situation, Molly, is um, you guys have done a good job. You've kind of played patty cake with your finances in a way that it's like, oh, we can take out some debt for this. Maybe we can consider it for this. Because I have a feeling that if you hadn't called in, you guys might've taken out a personal loan to cover something that you can pay cash for and cash flow throughout your life and your situation. And so my takeaway from this would be coming off of this call, I would t have you and your husband really get on a good budget because that's what's going to inform your lifestyle from here on out. And I think when you have a good budget, it's t it's giving you like this snapshot of what your entire financial situation looks like. So when something comes up like family members getting ill, you're not going, oh, I'm not sure if we have the money for it, so let's just use the credit card. Or if something, you know, like a catastrophe pops up, like with this dishwasher, you're not thinking, oh, our only option might be to get out a personal loan. You've got all your finances in one place. And of course, the budget we recommend is every dollar because you can see everything about your finances in that one app. And it just kind of gives you that peace of mind to go. In your case, you would look at that and go, oh my gosh, we're doing far better than what I realized. And we can pay cash. We don't have to go into debt or stress or, or monthly payments in order to deal with something honestly as big as a dishwasher flood in the house. I love that you guys have $59,000, really uh, $62,000 saved. It's amazing. That saved the bacon today. And Molly, a few things to consider. Number one, you may want to consider appealing the claim denial with insurance if you feel like you have good reason to believe it should be covered. Is that the case? Have, and that's, that's been my battle the last two weeks. I think the next step is seeking out some legal advice. Um which is, you know, an avenue that we're willing to explore. It's, um, I feel it was definitely a premature denial mm. of our claim. Um, and then I fought back and fought back and fought back. They kind of uh, sent someone out, I think, to appease me, maybe. Wow. <laughs> you know, and let someone come take a look. So I had someone in my house, but then, you know, I, they're still maintaining a denial, which... Maybe I'm in denial. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not willing to accept that. Well, if the, if oh the appliance was old, it wasn't maintained properly, there was negligence, you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that would cause the denial, but I'm just, I, if it takes a month of fighting to make that 25 grand needed for renovations, I'm fighting it. So that's one angle. The second is to make sure you get multiple bids on this. Don't just take the first bid from the first guy who says they can fix it. So I'd get multiple bids. I would try to negotiate and say, hey, we can pay upfront with cash if you're able to give us a discount and see what they say. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. you'll get 4% off, which adds up when it's $25,000 of work. Listen, wait, I might say, I might go against that, George. What's that? With cash? Are you talking about with the contractors? Well, with the whatever the bid is. That's true, but I would never pay a contractor upfront. All well, when it? the work is done, but I'm saying like some people will go on payments or something like that. You oh, know. Uh, look, you're saying no, no payment plan. 
I got you. I yes. got you. Hey, we'll write you a check when this is done. Okay, yeah, because I was about to discount? say, when the guy comes in... Well, when they swipe a card, there's fees involved that they have to pay. Mm-hmm. And so if that's a 3% fee, and you say, hey, can I get a 3% discount if I just write you a check? I just simple things like that can save you money. So I'd get multiple bids and do your best to just lower this cost. Because I know it's a stressful time. You're six months pregnant. you got two kids running around like crazy. And I'd also get more details on this investing side, what your husband's doing. You should have some clarity and understanding Agreed. of everything going on with your financial picture. But, I man, definitely agree with that. Listen, not fun. That water is one of the most insidious things that can happen in your home. It is just the worst, especially in her situation. Six months pregnant, two kids on the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt her pain. I just want to say, not today, Satan. Not, not today. today. I know that's right, George. Oh, but thankfully, they had the safety net of an emergency fund. That's huge. A fully, fully, fully funded emergency fund. That's what you need uh, when life storms hit. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw, your host, joined by George Camel, your other host. George wrote the book, Breaking Free from Broke. I wrote the book, Money's Not a Math Problem. And so, listen, just two authors sitting in chairs talking about- Doing the dang thing. Just doing the dang thing, George. That's what I'm talking about. So, how has it been? Tell me a little bit about uh, the journey here of this- this book here. Well, writing a book is one of the hardest things I think I've ever had to do, especially when it lives in the world of total money makeover. And what's been really <laughs> encouraging, though, is people going like, this is, Dave Ramsey said, this is financial peace for the next generation. Yes. The reviews are saying, this is like total money makeover, but written for 2024 Love it. with me in mind, all of the objections, all of the struggles I've been dealing with the last few years with inflation and the housing market. Mm-hmm. And what do we do now? And credit scores and credit cards. There's so many more traps than there was even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I covered all in this book to help you have this paradigm shift and go, I don't need to play this game. Building wealth and living a life I want to live is so much simpler then mm-hmm. I thought, I just got to ditch this money matrix that's been that. created for me. So money matrix. The, the reviews have been awesome. And I love your book hit the bestseller list, Jade. Congratulations. I did not even know that that was possible, George, because you love have, will find a way. You have a what I'm going to call full sized book and I have the miniature version, a quick read. which is a quick read. And uh, I I didn't know it was possible, but here we stand in the <laughs> national bestseller. Booyah. category. Yes. I love Very it. cool. That means people are getting helped. That's right. And that's what we're here to do. Help you guys, help you with your money situations, your relationship situations, mental health situations, career situations. All of that is directly connected in your life. So that's what we talk about on the show, Your Life and Your Money. So you can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we will do exactly that. And let's do it now. Going to Taylor in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Taylor? Yes. Well, first, congratulations to you both on your uh, new book releases. Gracias. And claps to that. Um, I am calling because I thought I'm, I'm in a little bit of a situation to where um, currently I own my home. Um, I also have an investment property. Okay. The investment property is doing well in terms of um, just the equity aspect. So at the moment, it has about $150,000 worth of equity that's in it. However, I'm really not making anything off of it too much. I find that I'm actually giving, putting out money. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, 2023, I probably spent $2,000, $2,500, something like that, mm-hmm. just kind of doing repairs that maybe the rent wasn't able to cover. Um, and so I'm in this little mix of, I'm, you know, understanding that real estate is the best part to wealth. I have a home um, with my with my husband that we um, 
that we own still have a mortgage on, of course. How much? Um, and so the idea was to acquire more properties in a sense. Um, but now I'm starting to have this idea of do I offload the property at 140000 150000 uh, where I will be able to get that equity and possibly mm-hmm. just pay off my student loans where I currently have about 80000 uh because I ended up getting my MBA. And obviously, as a result, um, you know, like a lot of other people racked up uh, a lot of debt with that. What other uh, debt do you have? My revolving debt, I only have about 15, I'm not going to say only, but I have about $15,000 in revolving debt, which includes my car note, uh, credit cards, uh, things like that. What so about your I'm husband? I'm not sure of which way to go. What about your husband? What debt does he have? Uh, my husband probably has about 10000 worth of debt, and that also includes uh, vehicles and credit cards. Okay, so he has 10000 in cars and credit cards. He doesn't have student loan debt? Uh, he does. I'm sorry. Yes, he does. He's, a, he's less than mine, so I think he's 40. He's about 40000 now. Okay, so 40 k in student loan from him. Okay, so there's a lot here, Taylor. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a <laughs> tangled web. He's got grand in just consumer debt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is the, what's the investment property worth? Uh, right now, it is worth. I could probably get like three sixty at the minimum. The high would be three eighty, and I owe one hundred and ninety nine thousand. Okay, and you're thinking after fees, you'd walk away with about one hundred thirty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Take about yeah after after get, all of the the credits and things like that at least. You guys have any money in the bank right now in savings? Yes, we do. We have um, we have about four months worth of our living expenses. How much is that? Um, we are. It's about forty thousand in okay. our. Yeah. Do you okay. guys have stocks, like single stocks or single single investments? I do, but it's not much in there. I only have about six thousand dollars in my single stocks, and okay. obviously not not including four hundred one k or anything like that. And do you have a brokerage or anything else? that we should know about? Uh, no, that's probably it for the most part. And what's the household income? Uh, combined, we are about 240. Woo, good job. Okay, good. And uh, okay, so I know, George, I'm looking at these numbers and I'm just seeing a situation that's so complex that doesn't have to be complex. It looks mm-hmm. like when you just said all of that, it was just even a lot to say, like to list all that out was a lot to say. We had to take a deep breath at the end. We had to like wipe the sweat off of our brow. Um, I think that there's a way to really simplify this. And in my mind, it does start with selling that rental because it's going to give you the cash you need to get a hold of your life and to mm-hmm. simplify your life. And then and only then you'll be able to do the thing that you want to do, which is purchase real estate and you'll be able to do it the right way. So I kind of feel like, have you ever seen... um on the movies where the guy like clears the table off and he like just Mm. uses his hands to like knock everything off like i did with the microphone Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and then you got like the clear slate i feel like that's what we have to do with this is just knock everything off the table and start over and i think that selling this real estate is the way to do that you're going to clear like you said about 130 and then we've also got 40,000 saved on our debt and i think Mm -hmm. or saved and saved in a savings account if you take that money you can be debt free immediately with most of your emergency fund on top of that yeah because you're going to have like 176 if you include the stocks if you sell those two mm-hmm. that 176 is going to clear your debt and leave you with a fully funded emergency fund how good would now, that feel 
It would feel great. Now, it's a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. So we are in our early 40s. Mm-hmm. So it's like it also is like feeling like starting over with rebuilding. Oh, what, well, are you, what are you rebuilding? You're clearing the deck here in the best way possible. You got no payments and you make 240. I think you're going to be okay. You, you're not rebuilding. Right now, you're 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're out of shape. And what we're doing right here, when you do this, you're going to be 160 and lean. Like, <laughs> that's what we're doing for you. Because right now you're overweight. It's stressful. It's heavy. It's a lot to mm-hmm. carry. And by you doing this, it's it's literally getting you financially fit is what we're doing. And when you're able to be fit, then it's like, okay, I can move better. I can think clearer. And you're going to be able to do what you want to do ultimately, which it sounds like you guys are interested in real estate. But now you're cleared up to be able to do it the right way, which is ultimately paying cash for it after right. you've paid off your home. So there's a there's a... A right, uh, there's a right and a wrong way to do certain things, and there's a better and a best way to do things. And we're trying to tell you the right, better, best way to get where you want to go. Right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Thank you, guys. I don't think you're going to regret this decision. I don't think so either. But I do think, and it's worth noting while you're on the line, I do think there's a certain meeting of the minds that you and your husband are going to have to come to. And mm-hmm. um, I do, you know. When you get off this call tonight, you guys get home and you're having dinner and you talk about this. What what does that conversation look like to you? Uh, we'll probably both be on different chapters. <laughs> that's what I thought. Pages. Is he going to want to hang on to the debt? Be, yeah, and, and and that's what and that's what's made it hard a little bit to move forward um, with with decision making of trying to find that alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like slowly we're we're getting there, you know. But it's like each of us presenting our case in yes. a sense. Um, and so it's, like you said, trying to have that meeting of the minds and find like that mutual decision. Well, here's what I would suggest. I wouldn't suggest you going straight away tonight and being like, I was on the radio and these two blockheads told me to do da 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 da. I would suggest you taking a moment to get your head around what we've just said. Because what we mm-hmm. told you a lot and there is an emotional component to that and there's an emotional, like it's just a lot. So I would recommend you taking a moment to get your head around it, figuring out how you feel about it. That way you're presenting your case, not George and I's case. Because if it's not real to you and if you don't have a a genuine connection to it, it's not going to go over well. And um, I think that's important to note, George. Yeah. You guys make $240,000. There's no reason to play with debt anymore. You're too successful. You're too smart. You know too much to stay broke. It's time. It's time. The time is now. This is The Ramsey Show.